0: Right and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA podcast. My name is Keith. Here uh, alone, but on the phone, Chuck and John.
1: Hey now, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day!
0: Oh, yes. What are you guys doing to celebrate the Indigenous Peoples?
2: I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I'm eating at a place called the Tomato Head.
0: Oh yeah. Wait, I and think I know That's That's is that downtown?
2: Yeah. And there's like downtown. a little
0: bunch of like a like a plaza, what do you call it? With a bunch of stores. Market Square. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's like a there's like a soccer sports bar over there. It seems kind of fun.
2: It's called Soccer Taco. Soccer yeah. Taco is where you should be eating. You can't just put two words <sighs> together though. Oh well, yeah, you
1: can. And you can eat a taco with an eyeball in it there. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh, man, we messed up. That's where you get the real. Yeah, I, yeah Jeremy's obsessed with t- Tomato Head, though. I know where Chuck is. Yeah. I know what Chuck is doing. <laughs> I narrowly escaped what Chuck is doing. Yeah, <laughs> narrowly.
0: Well, did you, before your uh, non-soccer taco lunch, did you have a breakfast today? We should go ahead and, I guess, get to our breakfast. We, we got to expedite our process to get to our Butter or Worse Western Conference.
1: I hit the old, uh, I was road tripping myself, so I hit the almighty. As I went further south, I saw more and more Bojangles.
0: Oh, So nice. I had
2: the unstoppable Cajun filet.
0: So, Chuck, is this breakfast or have you had a breakfast as well?
2: No, I had breakfast. I went to Tower Deli in uh, East Nashville, Tennessee. I went for my old standard, the chopped cheese sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah. So delicious. We've heard about yeah. it. I've still never been there.
2: Arteries hard. just thinking about it. Yeah, I was burping all sorts of flavors the whole (sighs) ride from Nashville to Knoxville.
0: I think we've been through this. I don't like cheese that much. Like, it's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. a cheese sandwich to me, like, eh, eh. Like, I don't...
2: Well, don't let the name fool you. Okay. It's not... There's not much... I mean, cheese is a big factor in this sandwich. But it's mostly mostly ground beef. That's the game. And onions. Oh, okay. Well, onions and garlic... I had him put extra garlic on for the uh, for, for the, the car ride.
0: Yeah, for the car ride. Oh, nice. <laughs> well played. There Everybody it loved
2: it.
1: Extra biliousness there.
0: I had a, I had a standby some chocolate chip muffins, a little mix. My wife actually got me onto these cuz she likes to eat them when she's at home and since she's on maternity leave, she's home a lot and so there's like a I don't know what. It's some kind of Betty Crocker Like $1 mix at the store, so you make some quick muffins. Chocolate chip flavored. Hey, they get the job done. I can't can't rave about them,
2: but they got chocolate. It's no... uh, What's our our bakery? What's our uh, sponsor?
0: Sam and Zoe's, unofficial?
2: No, no Sam and Zoe's, huh?
0: Oh, it is no Sam and Zoe's. No shout-out Baker Lauren and her very good breakfast pastries. No, this is more... Uh, Panera style, not really good, but oh. a functional like, I will eat this because it's here. I feel like yep. an idiot. Uh, I went to Panera recently and got a blueberry scone and it was disgusting. And I felt like the, how many times do I have to buy this blueberry scone and eat it and then be like, oh yeah, this is awful. Why do I... Before why, you learn why, your <laughs> lesson. Yeah, like why do, I, why do I buy this and why am I always surprised that I that's... I feel the scone. same
1: way about NBA League Pass
0: hey so Ooh, nba on. league pass added a 20 second skip button that's a, li-
2: that's
0: a life changer the yeah, uh yeah. watching it online it doesn't work well with my amazon fire player but watching it online now is is a breeze it's almost enjoyable to re-watch an archived game i think it was in the middle of last season they finally got rid of commercials like, they mm. used to have, like, a, you know, a three-minute commercial break that was just dead air on the archived games. Yeah, it was games. just the
2: NBA, NBA screen or, yeah. Like the... Yeah, and it... Yeah. I mean,
0: I,
1: I, I like... I kind of
2: liked those path,
1: those little breaks because it was, like, my meditative, like, <laughs> Twitter state. <laughs> but, but like,
0: if you're re-watching a game and you don't have, like, a 30-second or a 20-second skip button and you just have that, like, long, that toolbar or that bar at the bottom just to drag across... And oh, you, hit, you
1: can't mess with that.
0: Well, you hit a commercial break, and it's like, what in the world? You got to like try to guess where like three minutes forward was. But now they got rid of those commercial breaks last year and this season, having a twenty-second skip button. I mean, that first free throw—you know, there's a shooting foul. Just skip, skip. But I mean, we're skip, rolling skip. on. Oh,
1: when is when is when is porn going to get this, or has it already gotten this, Chuck?
2: Oh, I- uh, yeah, <laughs> like weeks ago, I was like, uh, yeah, was oh really? Big. Yeah, it came out in a TED talk. You missed it. <laughs> I'll be darned.
0: 20 yeah, seconds skip. That'd be, well, I'd be a, a game changer.
2: All right. Really, well, all I need in porn is 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what I'd be skipping.
0: Well, that's, that's as best place as any to transition from our breakfast to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? I might have.
1: Might have uh, fanned the flame a little too hot on our last uh, Butter Parquet podcast. I uh, really, because Butter Parquet really needs to be about, you know, win totals.
0: Well, it's it, I'm fine with it being just more a general, did the team improve in whatever sense you feel that is? Well, I certainly
1: feel like they improved. I also certainly think that, you know, I might have been completely nuts to think that they're going to, you know, approach... The same total. although, you know, I think Vegas has their over under only a half game left. What team, what are, what team are you talking
0: year. about, John? I think we lost the it. Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. Oh.
1: Yeah, because I got, you know, I just get excited. Step steps. Yeah. Makes me excited. You are I mean, yeah. going to keep apologizing for Adam Silver sucking as of late and falling in line with the rest of the pro sports nightmare leagues. But just to keep it lighthearted, I'll say Knicks fans, I apologize if I got a little too excited about your future. Because, really, it's Chris Stapps and not a lot else.
0: I think they were excited that someone was on their, the optimistic take. You can't everyone just be down on everything all the time. So I, I think they were can't happy we, to hear. I feel well, I feel we, like can.
2: we can and do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to apologize for, like, being out in public on my phone, Skyping in without really doing any show prep or having notes. Uh, I'm usually super well prepared for yeah. every episode. I do hours of extensive research. And, um, I, you know, I bring in basically a Bible to the baby dungeon, uh, to go over what I do. But today I'm just winging it guys. It's coming off from the gut. Well, I have great news for you, Chuck. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: As you know, I am in charge of the butter parquet doling out of the teams and asking who, what they think. And I'm going to ask you first.
2: Every time. single
1: time. I so love you it. Not just steal mine and Keith's answer.
2: Oh, what I like to do is just take an approximate <laughs> like middle ground between the two <laughs> of your positions. And then we've got all bases covered. That's so this is an
1: experimental podcast. Right. Where we will really get to test your knowledge. Yeah, because
2: I li- literally without the ability to look <laughs> at who's on who's new players on every team, I'm, I'm going to be lost. So all I'm going to pair it is the Warriors are the best. That's where I'll stick to it when it comes <laughs> that's to... That's pretty good. So it, it you sound, you'll sound like every other media outlet. <laughs> right. I figured we just do what everyone else does.
0: It is a little odd podcasting and not having your giant binder with all the tabs and dividers of NBA information right in front it's of me. It's kind
2: of... Yeah, it's kind of impressive. I have it correlated. There's um, different kinds of... tab. Tome. Recap. It's my Tome. It's yeah. my uh, <laughs> Necronomicon. Is that what they call it? Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Yeah. Yes, that's it.
0: Yeah, that uh, Chuck's, Chuck's uh, Kinko's bill every month is incredible. They're just Whew. printing out all these colored charts. Uh, Man, of, was a guy. Of NBA information. Guy.
2: I got a Kinko's guy. <laughs> uh,
0: my apology is I kind of forgot to send out the last batch of stickers. I just realized. I've been real busy. I've been doing some, doing some work, uh, which is not my normal, you know, weekly routine. <laughs> so uh, so
1: you just, And you just got, like, another dog or something, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I added maybe. another
0: dog. Uh, which is a which is a one month old baby. Uh, so no, no, I have an actual baby. So I got the newborn. I've been doing work. Uh, I have to file my taxes uh, with my extension. That's like coming in like a day or something. So you uh, don't
1: have to do that.
0: Well, that's that is, <laughs> hey, John. That was my argument. I'm taking a broad view at this government right now, and I'm yeah. like, are you telling me this government is fully staffed? The IRS and I like they're not they're not doing any. I don't think any of us need to pay our taxes for a while before they to figure out what's going on.
1: Pretty sure the only thing the government has really staffed right now is the IRS and maybe some kind of uh, military police or stoppo that's about to descend on us all.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're probably secretly training some, some military strike force. But I, I apologize. I did not send out the last batch of stickers. I sent out a bunch early on, and then if any more stragglers, I don't want to use it, not in a negative way, but anyone who, who asks for stickers later, it's been a little bit... Uh, and so I will get those sent out to you very soon. And also, if anyone else out there wants some free Fast Break Breakfast stickers, just uh, DM me on Twitter uh, at Fast Break Break uh, your address, how many stickers you want. Uh, I'll give you three to five to seven uh, if you want more. Uh, we'll, that's will
1: That's the, you know, that's we'll a think good. About it. Like, I mean,
0: just depends how I'm feeling.
1: That's a good number of playoff games, number of stickers right here. <laughs> that's right. We're not that's too bad. Right.
0: Yep. All right. Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Now a bit of business. We haven't. We keep forgetting to read our iTunes reviews. If you do write a five star iTunes review, we promise to read it on air. Since Chuck is on his phone right now, I think John is going to read them for us.
1: Our first review comes from Jay Pate. It is entitled "I Don't Hate It." Thanks, Jay Pate. Pretty dramatic. And I've listened to one and a half seasons of Serial, so I know drama. Not a lot of expertise regarding the Hershey franchise but there's a decent amount of eggs and oatmeal present so i guess i'll keep listening again thanks jp thanks
0: jp next i'm pretty Flunkster. sure Go ahead. i'm
2: pretty sure that's a girl i'm i'm currently sleeping with
0: well done oh, very well thanks for your work chuck
1: so, some good Hershey uh references there keep it up yeah <laughs> and this next one's by Flunkster dude it's entitled breakfast of champions exclamation point that's more like it you could learn a lesson there jp He writes, I was going to try and be hilarious and just write a review of Kurt Vonnegut's Breakfast of Champions, but I'm too addicted to mybookie.com to finally get around to finishing that book. Let's stop with the boring NBA pods and keep it going with the funny ones like Fast Break Breakfast and Round Ball Rock.
0: All right. Thanks, Flunkster Dude.
2: Hey, by the way, it's mybookie.ag. There you go. Right on.
0: Well, hey, uh, uh, Chuck, technically it's his five-star review, and we will plug whatever he wants to plug. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, mybookie.com is what he was saying.
1: And here comes our last but not least, a review entitled "Flooding" by Jacoby Benford. He writes cryptically. This is my donation and listen to first time for everything podcast.
0: I think. Thank I you,
1: Jacoby Benford.
0: We might have actually read that one on air before. I'm not sure. That's a guy when when the baby dungeon flooded. That's one of our Patreon supporters. Uh-huh. Uh, and when, when, when the basement flooded and, and when people were like, oh, is there anything we can do for you? I'm like, "Nah, man, just write a five-star iTunes review. <laughs> so, uh, so I think this is his donation. And also, he has a podcast, The First Time for Everything podcast. So thank you to you guys for reading, I mean, for writing those iTunes reviews. Uh, anyone else who wants to help us out with a five-star review, we will read that on air. You can plug whatever you want. Also, speaking of Patreon, if you want to support our show financially and get involved with your with Fantasy Basketball, you have like a day to sign up for Fantasy Basketball. We have the Negative International Stackhouse of Pancakes League. We can cap that at 30. We're in the mid-20s right now, so like five more people or so. We can let in that. And then we have regular head-to-head leagues. Looks like we're going to have two leagues. Uh, if we do get a late rush, we'll have three. Um, if you want to join any of those leagues... You have to go to patreon.com slash fastbreak breakfast. Uh, you sign up at the $4 tier, and then there's a, a post there that tells you what to, it's a Google form to fill out with your information about what leagues you want to be in. So maybe you've been listening to the show for a long time. You finally want to step it up for season four of Fast Break Breakfast. This is the time you can support us there and obviously play fantasy basketball with John and Chuck and me. Trust me. And a bunch of the listeners. You can beat one of
1: us. I promise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, John is the defending champ. Chuck uh, beats Sam Wilkinson, I think.
2: Yeah. uh, That's a big day for me. Good job. So
0: if you guys want to get involved with that, do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. And now, skipping the best and worst, because we just gave you those like three days ago. And who needs
1: steak and eggs when you've already heard about my Cajun filet, honestly? So, there you go. So, we're going to go and my chopped cheese.
0: (laughs) Jump right back in to the butter or worse previews. This is the second half. Last week, we did the one on the Eastern Conference team. So, if you want to listen to that, it's the last episode in our podcast feed. Every team comes into the season thinking they improved. Almost every team, not you, Chicago Bulls, but most teams (laughs) think. Whether through free agency, through the guys they drafted, through internal development, working on that Boogie Cousins Anthony Davis chemistry, they're finally going to get it all worked out. Every team is optimistic and thinks they got better, or as we call it, butter. So we're just going to look at every team and, and ask, did they get butter, or did they get worse, or are they an imitation, which is parquet? So butter or parquet... Western Conference.
1: We're going to go in alphabetical order. So, Chuck, let me hear you. Dallas Mavericks, a team that went 4, no, 33 and 49, finishing last in the Southwest Division.
2: Did they get butter or parquet? Uh, There's no way that they're going to be better next year in the West. I'm not sure who they signed because who cares? They're the Mavs. Uh, They haven't been relevant in some time. But they are uh, looking at the final years, probably year or two of Dirk, and they're probably going to squeeze all the juice out of him they can to get him past Wilt Chamberl- Chamberlain on the all-time scoring record. So I could see them kind of just being crappy, trying to get uh, 15 points a game for the big German. And, uh, yeah, just being overall, like, bad. But okay bad because it's like Dirk's final go-round.
1: But you got lucky because they didn't really sign anybody, unless you count Jeff Withey, So Yeah, I was about
0: to say they. Uh, <laughs> I think they, they got Josh, Josh McBob, and Ooh, Jeff Withey. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> well, then they, I was right. They, Somehow they did got, wider. Yeah. They got wider. Yeah, got wider. Incredibly,
1: uh, I think they are going to be just a little bit butter. Yeah, I really do. Um, I and, and I know most people probably think that's really stupid, but. I like with this super small lineup, I like Noel coming off the bench. I think they may have found some pretty decent role players in Finney Smith and Dwight Powell. Um, And, you know, Yogi Ferrell did well enough to where he probably starts next to Dennis Smith this year. Um, I think, you know, with Carlisle at the helm, you know, with a warlock at the helm, anything is possible. I think they'll be slightly better than the 33 games, but I'm looking at like 34, 35 games.
0: I like how neither one of you guys mentioned the good player they got and the reason for excitement and hope in Dallas. Uh, they got Dennis Smith Jr. who fell to them in the draft and everyone was excited about. Rick Carlisle proclaimed him their starting point guard. He said he's a franchise foundational player. Like They're very excited about him. He was great in the summer league. So just based on Dennis Smith... And having a whole season of New Orleans Noel, even if he is coming off the bench. Yeah, they should be a little bit butter. Uh, it's going to be strange. I mean, they lost Seth Curry for a little bit with a stress f- fracture or a stress reaction uh, in his leg. That's bad for yeah, tibi- so me. May-
1: the, the, the fearsome tibia fracture that's haunting the NFL now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So maybe Yogi Ferrell does slide in and start, like John mentioned, because uh, they are apparently not going to play big. They're going to let Harrison Barnes play at the four. West Matthews play at the three. Uh, yeah, so I think slightly butter, but mainly we spent way too much time on the Dallas Mavericks, yep. which are a very unimportant team.
1: <laughs> Moving on, let's go to the team that's probably similarly unimportant, but not in mine and Keith's hearts: the Denver Nuggets. Chuck, this is a team that went forty and
2: forty-two. Will they be butter or parquet? I mean, uh, you got Paul Millsap on a team that was already good last year. I don't know what they're going to do with all those big men. If Moutier is the good, same thing they always do, <laughs> mess it all up. Um, if Moutier can stop turning the ball over 150 times a game and uh, maybe shoot uh, relatively well from the field, they can have some improvement. Um,
1: How much do you think but- Moutier is going to play? You know, has he been talk. supplanted by Jamal Murray completely, or do you think he's still, I mean, he has to be part of the
2: plan, right? They spent that draft pick on him. I can't imagine that they're ditching him completely, but yeah, Jamal Murray, those guys will have time to gel, um, and, and look decent. I, I can see them being better next year for sure. Keith thoughts.
0: Yeah, I think, well, they're, they're, they're definitely butter. They, you know, The only, the only main loss they lost the, the Rooster. They lost Gallo, uh, who was a very they efficient lost, they scorer. lost The
1: forty games of Rooster, you get a year.
0: They're, I mean, they're mm-hmm. going to play a whole season knowing what they are, which set them back last year. You know, where they they spent that time with Jokic at the four and then coming off the bench. Paul Millsap and Jokic is a front court is going to be incredible. I think it's reasonable to expect improvement from a lot of the young guys. Uh, Jamal Murray, who's going to be starting point guard. You know, like they're looking for him yeah. to him him to take a step. Uh Gary Harris was great last year, just signed an extension. He should keep getting better. Uh you have a bunch of other good like uh Juancho Hernan Gomez, also a really good Juancho. player. Like I don't know. Like Moody might actually be totally out of the rotation, though I think I think people are kind of writing him off way too soon. Um they've, he's had a good preseason. Yeah. The, their their big questions is does Wilson Chandler stay healthy? Does he play the three? And then what else is going to be behind him? But no this teams this teams butter.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd have to agree with both you guys. I think this team's butter kind of in a big way. Um, I hear people saying, can they defend, but I don't really see how adding Paul Millsap makes you worse at defense. Yeah. So, I mean, he's one of the better defenders in the league to me. Um, Vegas has him as slightly butter, which kind of, I thought they were going to have more of a leap than this. Vegas only has them winning like three more games or something like that. Yeah. But you know, that puts them firmly in the playoff picture. So I'll also say butter and, uh, you know, all hail Jokic. Yep. <clears throat> Moving on, uh, and I'll finally release Chuck from this torture of making him go first. Oh, for it's it. the worst thing you've ever done to me. <laughs> Thank God we were. Uh, I was
0: about to say we can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Uh,
1: cute move for a on. while. Let's move on to uh, the team that uh, apparently is going to win everything and always and forever, the Golden State Warriors.
0: Yeah, this is this is just discouraging because they're they're butter. I mean. I know they just added good they kept everyone and, and they added good players Caspi and then they got they got the steal of the draft they also
2: added Jordan, bad players Jordan Bell <laughs> swaggy P
0: swaggy P yeah
1: so I mean Jordan oh. Bell looks incredible yeah shall we just all just go b- just butter already yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we just like stop talking about him? <laughs> definitely they really not it's definitely butter really it's definitely much. not fair yeah, really, not much no, no, point fair. in discussing this one. But
2: uh, no, but I think a real like interesting thing is is Jordan Bell going to play? Like, where where are they going to fit him in? Are they going to focus on developing a young guy like that, or are they just going to like wait until it's his time and let him grow in the practice uh, in the practice environment? Man, I, I bet don't know, I bet they're, they're going to put so him in good. just
0: because they can. It's yeah, like right. just like give them. they p- could surround
2: p- him with so many good players. Let
0: him let him soak up minutes like, you know, what you got in JaVale. I McGee. mean, he can
1: play five. So who's he got to beat out JaVale and Zaza Damien Jones, see
0: him. Vanderbilt yeah. boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's move on. I think we're going to see him. Uh, yeah, butter. I think they probably I mean, I think the goal for them is probably 72, 73 again.
2: So yeah, I don't think they care about that. I don't, I don't know. think that's something they're gonna they're gonna push or try to get. They did that once, and it and it you know it kind of bit them. They're not gonna the push,
0: but they're accidentally gonna win sixty nine games. Like it's not gonna yeah, it's yeah, not going be for hard. Sure.
1: They're not gonna try. Let's move on to one of the more interesting offseason teams, the Houston Rockets. I am going to go ahead and start this off by saying, butter. I don't see how you can say otherwise.
0: Yeah, I do strong I think, butter. I think... What's your take, Chuck?
2: Well, I think they could be. There could be issues with chemistry on that team. Uh, You have two very ball dominant guards in Harden and Chris Paul, people that have usage rates in the top, you know, ten for both those players. They, I'm not certain. And and besides the actual X's and O's about it, while while both of them can, you know, Harden and Paul can shoot, uh, you know, the spot up three better, you know, than most guards in the league. They. I think you're going to see a clash of uh, clash of personalities there, when Chris Paul asks uh, James Harden to play just a little bit of defense, and since Harden, you know, the last few years has kind of claimed the uh, Rockets as his team, and rightfully so because he's led them. Chris Paul's not coming in to play second fiddle. He wants to turn that team into something better, and I'm not sure if uh, if Harden's going to buy into that. And I could see some things going awry uh, on a chemistry uh, side that could lead that team into a bad place.
0: I also like the idea of maybe, if you're going to doubt this Houston Rockets team, looking at it from how they've kind of experienced success and then they backslid a little bit and they experienced success and they backslid. Like their, their seasons, it seems like they have kind of up and down years. Um, right. And, and I'm actually now uh, just, just double-checking to make sure my memory of that is correct. But uh, it's like it's like, you know,
1: well, they've certainly fallen apart in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Collapsed well, completely. and that's the something like, but I like think a
1: lot of that is hard and being completely exhausted.
0: Yeah. But uh, on the other hand, I think the influx of talent is incredible.
1: P.J. Tucker, Bob <laughs> M- 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 Mute. Right. So, Nene, Eric, I mean, if they play if they play more than the eight players that Dan Tony, you know, pretty much only plays eight players, they're going to be so much better.
0: Yeah, so on my brand new Xbox One, uh, when I'm setting my my lineups for all the teams, which is pretty much all I've done running in my league. The Rockets lineup <laughs> combinations are incredible. Like you can't make a bad Rockets combination because like Luke Mute is a backup three or four. That's great. Slide in PJ Tucker. Yeah. That's great. And then you have like oh I can get how do I get Eric Gordon on the court? How do how do I get Ryan Anderson on the court? Like th- there's so many unique combinations that just kind of fit to me. You're like all right, James Harden's off the court. Y- you can build a second unit yeah. lineup of on the Rockets. Like if you have if you leave on. Chris Paul. And then you just have Eric Gordon in Mute, uh, PJ Tucker, Nene. Like that's a kind of a playoff team on its own. Yeah. And then I really think the the only person who could
1: possibly screw this up is
2: D'Antoni. And he'd really have to to do something to screw it up too. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see D'Antoni using basically, you know, two of the best passing guards in the league in his offense. Um, I'm, you know, but I am concerned about the, the one person who can't stop this is the running yeah. beard. You that know, is... the guys, the guy's got a head on his shoulders that, you know, he's, he's built himself and rightfully so he was, uh, you know, a, a front runner for MVP last year. He's, you know, he believes his own hype and, you know, Chris Paul was a couple steps below the, what he was at his peak. So maybe Harden tells him to, you know, stick it where the sun don't shine. And he has uh, a little bit of conflict in that locker room. Is which he uh, sink the whole thing?
0: Is is he an '80s movie villain?
2: I want to say <laughs> I want to say he was uh, he was Let the bad off some guy. Team He's the he, is, yeah. he, is he
0: the bad guy in a PG movie
2: in Three O'clock High?
1: <laughs> is he the protagonist in Team Wolf or the bad guy in Team Wolf, or is he both? <laughs> um, I, I just feel like the fact that teams are going to have to play entire games, not you know thirty minutes, yeah, but entire games against. <clears throat> like one of the best guards in the league all the time. Yeah. So over I mean, it's the same thing that happens, you know, in golden state, they have to play Steph and clay. One of those guys is on the court all of the time.
2: Yeah.
1: And I feel like that can happen now, uh, in, in Houston. And it's terrifying.
0: Yeah. And so far, uh, through four teams, we are, everyone's butter. We, we've, we've been butter on everyone.
1: Well, don't worry. That's about to, that's about to come down in the most depressing possible fashion as we uh, move to the Los Angeles Clippers.
0: Chuck, you can take lead on this one again, I think.
2: <laughs> uh, they're going to stink. They're going to be <laughs> bad. They're going to be the parquetist of the parquet. No, I, I don't know. I, like, we, you want to see a, a Blake Griffin-led squad, the guy where he's the alpha dog on the team? I don't know how that team's going to end up. They're just going to go to Dave and Busters <laughs> and, like, you know, bro out with each other. I'm not I'm not certain. certain how this team's going to play out but uh getting rid of uh chris paul absolutely uh smart move doc rivers like why 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 wouldn't you keep the best point guard you've ever coached in your whole life hey, i think that's doc's
1: first non-move actually i think doc was probably on the golf course when he when he found out about that one
2: he's probably. been kind of demoted
1: but um I, I think you know clearly parquet but they'll probably like have like a opening run that's fun or he, i think they'll definitely be moments where this team looks like it'll be a pretty good team but they're coming down from such you know kind of great heights that you can't expect them to win as many games as they did last year what if they went like 50 51 games last year you can't really expect this roster to do the same but it is it did stay at least a fun team i mean for the for the you know 30 40 games will get out of rooster they should be fun you got captain lou pat Beverly's one of my favorite players i'm he really excited to see what um uh, TO does for him Although I don't know, you know, I don't know what he's going to be, but he looks really fun. But I mean, this has to be a slam-dunk parquet for all of us, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, definitely parquet. Uh yeah, Teodosic, he looks fun when he plays basketball. When you just see his picture right. uh does not look fun. Does not look Yeah, they look went like, you want well, I don't, anything they, to do with him. They went,
1: I mean, this is the Clippers team that went from the Point God to the Point Vladdy. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's going to be an adjustment period. I mean, here. it's
0: a, it's a guard dominated league and they have a lot of question marks at guard. Like they have okay players, but like they don't have any elite talent in their backcourt, which is going to hey, be
2: Austin rivers is yeah, yeah. listening to this. I know
0: don't you
1: max hear? max contract, Austin. Maybe that was, uh, this has been docs. You know, this is his super, super conspiratorial strategy. Just get his boy paid as well as he can. Let's see. He's already done He's so much. the same generational
2: wealth. <laughs> He's
1: creating a dynasty mm-hmm. uh, Let's stay in the same state A team that only won 26 games last year The Los Angeles Lakers Keith, are they butter or parquet?
0: These guys are butter I like them I mean, I am kind of I'm on the Lonzo Ball hype train uh, I know we're not supposed to base it a lot on rookies But this team was terrible last year I mean, it's not It's not a big It's not hard to see how they got better They excised that uh, Snapchat cancer uh, D'Angelo Russell and balling
1: who's balling ballin oh he's gonna be Brooklyn. great
0: but I mean bringing in Brooke Lopez and Catavius Caldwell Pope like they're gonna be good and then with these rookies uh, and then again internal improvement you can't be much worse than Brandon Ingram was last year so although again I know it's preseason he's looked terrible again in preseason but no I like what this team's building I think it's gonna be you know uh, they're gonna make some marginal steps forward so marginal marginal we try so hard to make that joke and
1: we can never do it it's just
0: it's too every, much of a no we do it every we can't
1: time do it. Here's the thing about the Lakers. I do think they're going to be better this year because only because they can't get worse. However, and they added some good players like Brolo is a much that's better than any player they had last year. Like right there, they, they have their best player. However, I, I do look at this roster and I see a lot of fun players. I do not know if they have a single great player in the pipeline at all. If, if Lonzo Ball doesn't pan out and who knows if he will.
0: Kuzma, my man. Kuzma, Kal Kuzma. I, Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma.
1: But, I mean, <clears throat> there's a Kuzma every year, though, and we just don't know if it's going to, you know, what we're going to find out. Yeah. is Randall good? I don't know.
0: Yeah, Zach Lowe thinks so, but like no one else does.
1: Well, Zach Lowe tends to be right, but I I don't know if Ju- Julius Randall's good. I just don't know. I I think it's definitely short term butter. Yeah, long term butter. I don't know if they have the answer still. Check. What did you say? Butter or parquet? They're bad. They're they're they stink. They're that the isn't Lakers. the question. Are they uh, butter? They're,
2: they're good. or parquet. Ah, uh, <laughs> they stunk last year. They were really bad. So I mean, it, we're not we're not talking about a great team for them to be just a little bit better, you know. So yeah, I mean, they're probably butter.
0: All right, butter it is.
2: I think we're about to stay on the parquet train,
1: my friends. We move to mine and Keith's team, the Memphis Grizzlies. I'll start this off yeah, with a it, resounding, please. resounding parquet. Walk me through it. <laughs> uh, I just think
0: there's a lot
1: of uh, growing pains, and they also excised some notably, um, you know, most important players in the history of their franchise without replacing <laughs> them with anyone uh, of note or repute. Yeah. So that's really this sea change led by uh, Fisdale, whose uh, biggest coup thus far is getting the likes of Tyreek Evans and trying to play Chandler Parsons 15, 20 minutes a game last year when he could barely walk. If that's the guy who's going to save this ship, I'm going to go ahead and pour a big heaping scoop of margarine all over my chest and face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that practice as a as a sign of mourning.
1: <laughs> I'm going mm-hmm. to, yeah, it's, yeah, that's what they do in some some of the uh, third world countries. They just rub ghee on their genitals.
0: So I've I've kind of changed my mind over this summer. Like as the summer has gone along, I've grown more and more optimistic about the Grizzlies. Um you saw
1: Roddy Zagorak hit the
0: court. <laughs> Roddy Zagorac is is not ready. Them them giving him a contract was so strange. But uh so last year they were not that great. Like that if you're starting with that base point, they actually weren't that good last year. They should have won more like 47 or 48 games. They stumbled on the stretch, so they only won 43. You know, they had that okay showing where they won a couple games against the Spurs in the playoffs. But they weren't that good last year. They were by far the worst shooting team in the NBA last season. They oh, shot they, they shot worse from two point. And a lot of that yeah, was because... Five of the
1: Five of the worst shooters in the entire league. All so on
0: one, one of the reasons I'm going to say they're going to be butter this year is... Chandler Parsons isn't shooting whatever he shot again. He's not going to... And if he is, he's not going to play as much. So last year, Chandler Parsons was one of the worst players you can ever have, and they force-fed him minutes. Uh, Last year, Andrew Harrison played a ton of minutes. He shot 32% from the field. Like, he's not going to play that many minutes anymore. You have... It looks like we have competent players that can take those minutes in Tyreek Evans and the return of Mario Chalmers. Zach Randolph was not good last year, everyone. Like... No. He shot so many standstill jumpers and shot a terrible percentage. So you replaced but all those, those shots. it's important to that Zach
1: Randolph was was playing poorly with the second unit.
0: Right. And I, that
1: was probably had to do situationally with him being asked to carry the second unit, which he wasn't really prepared to do.
0: Yeah, so um, I think replacing all that with now you just have a straightforward Mark and Mike combo. You filled in guys around him. Some of my optimism is based around... Wayne Seldon looking like he can be a competent fifth starter, fourth starter, uh, Jamichael Green coming back, like an increased usage for these people and then less for some of these more damaging guys like Andrew Harrison, Wade Baldwin, a terrible Chandler Parsons and Zach Randolph aren't going to be shooting that much. Um, getting Ben McLemore, you know, like I wasn't excited about replacing Tony Allen with him because Ben McLemore's bad, but now well, they that, don't have to, but, he's hurt. yeah. So now that he's hurt and you're like, okay, these minutes, will just be um, Tyreek Evans or Mario Chalmers or Wayne Seldon. I'm like, all right, the same could be pretty good. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with butter based on all that. And it might just be wild uh, optimism uh, as a fan.
1: Here's, here's why I disagree with you kind of vehemently is that there's just no, there's no, there's the roster doesn't have the players to fix what ails them. They're essentially bringing in the same guys, uh, to me, like, they're still going to play guys like Wade Baldwin and Chandler Parsons.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, I believe that Tyreek Evans will be the sixth man. And I, be, I believe in Mike Conley and Mark Gasol, but they kind of can't play any better than they did last year. I know Mark really tailed off after the All-Star break. And to me, seemed like he was near death in the playoffs and was really terrible. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> that's a result of Mark having to play too much. Cause I think Mark played like the second most minutes of any center last week, last year, he played a He's gonna lot have of to minutes play last year. as much or more. We don't have more centers who came in,
0: you know, Yeah, I mean, I guess, I just, I guess trusting in Brandon Wright is a bad, uh, bad formula, bad recipe. I, yeah,
1: I just don't see, like, I really want to believe in you, but like I can point to so much stuff. Like, I can point Vegas thinks we're going to be way worse.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like true. the over under the over unders is like 30, 37 and a half.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, that's, that's I think there's, huge fall. there's more risk, but I guess I guess at this point in my life, I'm buying in that this will be more in the vision of what Fizdale wants to do, and having it having maybe playoff Mike Conley unlocked, just being surrounded by wings, going all space, actually playing Parsons as like a four and a backup four, they can achieve right. more of what they're going for. They can have a higher. Uh, true shooting percentage as a team, which is very important. They'll shoot better shots. They'll stop taking all these mid-range jumpers. And so I'm getting a little optimistic there.
1: I think the, I think the floor is so low that it, it's... There's, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Maybe they'll be a little better off for the future, but they're. I don't think they're going to approach last year's success.
0: Yep. Yeah. Success. Ugh. <laughs> all right. So we are back. Many hours have passed since we last spoke about the Memphis Grizzlies. In the meantime, uh, I think Chuck traveled to a, what do you call that, a cabin fever drug lodge in East Tennessee.
1: Sweat lodge, drug lodge, sure.
0: I was on another podcast for maybe 86 minutes, and I got very, very liquored up during that podcast.
1: ruh well, So I was smoking a lot of weed. There we you go. To, we need to send both of you guys out on handlers.
0: Yeah. These so handlers. Our... Uh, ch- Chuck's situation was untenable Untenable in Knoxville, on the phone, in the car. It got weird. Got we had to go do weird. things. So now we're back. Chuck, did you even weigh in on the Memphis Grizzlies, Butter or, or Parquet?
2: I just feel disrespectful doing that around you guys, you know. <laughs> uh, no.
1: they are I Parquet, parquet fade away on it. Yeah, yeah, they they are, Keith, Keith was
2: inexplicably were happy. There. You are, Keith? Keith is always so weird with the Grizzlies.
0: I was. I'm not just a pure Homer. Last year, I was very
2: negative. You were very, very negative when John was was highly optimistic.
0: So now I'm just saying. I think. I think I'm buying into the The real pattern. is I'm right and he's wrong, like a (laughs) like a like a pat of butter, like like a pattern. A pat. (laughs) Mm, Anyway, so so you're saying Parquet, Chuck, John's way Parquet. I'm going slightly butter. I think that was the summary, right?
1: Yeah. Next on the agenda is another team with quite a few changes. Let's go to the Land of Lakes, a very marjorammy state, the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a team that won only 31 games last year. Is this as slam dunk of butter as we think it is?
0: I feel like we've beaten this topic to death over the last two months. Right. Yes, getting Jimmy Butler makes them butter, period, despite how little else they did that I liked. So, yeah, Butter, Timberwolves. Right.
1: I mean, the only thing I have to say is I don't like the acquisition of Jeff T over Ricky Rubio, but it probably is negligible thanks to another year of these young players being under Tibbs' tutelage, another year, you know, of Cat especially having to develop. So, I mean, yeah, it just has to be Butter, even if you don't like all the moves they did, even if you're worried that Tibbs' stuff isn't really working here, because they weren't any good defensively, even with Tibbs. So, I mean, but that's just, the roster's better. They gave up very little to get Butler.
2: It was nothing. They gave up nothing. It looks like a better team on paper for sure, 100%. Outside of taking into consideration these kids getting better in the offseason, Wiggins and Cat, yeah, it's a slam dunk. I know Rubio, it's kind of a darling uh, for you guys, but Jeff Teague's nice. Like he's going to, he's going to play well, I think with those guys. And it'll be a good, uh, fit for their tempo.
0: We don't need to get too deep. This is clearly butter for our over unders. We can, we can dive deeper into what exactly we think they're going to be.
1: All right. Let's head to one of the strangest teams in the Western conference, a team that I think a lot of people have no idea what to think about. Uh, and so since we're going with people, have no idea what to think about anything. Let's start with you, Chuck. What do you think of the team that won 34 games last year, the New Orleans Pelicans?
2: It's a long way for that joke, John, but I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, look, the, the, you're going to have an off season of Boogie and Brow doing their thing. When you, you know, a lot of people don't really think, but when you're thrown on a team in the middle of the season, you don't have that much practice time. You know, there's 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 not a lot of time to get uh get your your system underneath you when when you're traded like that so they have a whole offseason they're they're looking pretty thin outside of those two guys though <laughs> i mean R- rondo and allen are great but they can't shoot um are they going to play three guards is holiday going to play um with uh, rondo and allen like what what kind of lineups are they going to throw out things are well, already pretty bleak and i mean
1: we could have had maybe a lengthier conversation about this but i think the rondo and solomon hill injuries make this firmly parquet
2: yeah. and
1: I'm, I'm curious if they're even going to keep this team intact, but then I mean, what are you going to do? They did. What's crazy. A, what's crazy they, is Vegas is pretty high on them. Vegas is definitely in the butter range.
0: Yeah. Is
1: that just a full year of boogie or do they like what they see? Or is it the grime
0: I'm a clear butter. Yeah, this is uh, another year. It's just an off season and a training camp to figure out how Boogie and Brow can play together. But it's the exact same team. They didn't, they didn't lose anyone. And, and, you know, you're bringing in Ian Clark. You're bringing in Tony Allen. Does Rajon Rondo help in the long run? Maybe. Like, I don't I don't love the fit there. But like just the exact same team from last year and then adding Tony Allen, Ian Clark and a year of them working together. It seems like they'd be they'd, they'd, they'd be butter. To me, I feel like Wait, I feel like you can throw some lineups together, like an Etwan Moore, Drew Holiday, and then Tony Allen with the two big guys. That seems that seems good to me. Or like Dante Cunningham. I mean, like to I, me,
1: what's weird to me is it's a strange soup because oh, I yeah. look at I look at the roster and I see guys like Drew, Etwan, and Tony Allen, who I think are all pretty either great defenders or underrated defenders. And then you have uh, clearly you have Anthony Davis, who's a great defender. Boogie, we won't talk about his defense here. That's but there's no point. But then your head coach is Alvin Gentry.
0: Yeah, and the 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 book isn't good on him, despite him being right. a uh,
2: well, such a of lauded
0: luck. offensive coach, and they haven't been able to find their stride.
2: What I think, like sometimes I have to to like check myself, and you know, we're talking about Anthony Davis, who's a f- top five player, maybe top yeah. five six player. Um, when you have that type of talent with another top ten player on your team. I mean, that's kind of in, you know, and these kids are getting into their prime. It's, uh, they could, you know, next season turn into, you know, a Duncan, you know, Robinson kind of like duo where there was two guys and they just destroyed the leak. I guess I just would have liked to see even a flash of it last year.
1: I know yeah. it's a small sample size, but I would like to have seen something from this team last
2: year. Or like t- t- Tony Allen's bringing that fire. You know, he's going to like, at f- we love I think Tony this team no will be hard to score podcast, on, but I, I also it's going to be a hard, hard where team the to scoring
1: comes from. Yeah, it's going to be a hard
0: team to score on for sure. Look All at right. that backcourt. Hey, hey, here's a quick uh, on the fly game of scones. Yep. Put these put ding these glitch. three. Ding, yeah. Put these three players <laughs> in order from youngest <laughs> to oldest. Anthony Davis, Tony Roten, Malcolm Brogdon.
1: Brogdon's probably the oldest. Anthony Davis is 24. Brogdon's probably 24. I'm going to say Roten is the youngest. I'm going to say Davis oldest, Brogdon, then Roten.
2: Wait, that was oldest to youngest? Yes. All right, Chuck, go. Davis is the youngest. Roten is... Yeah, Brogdon's the oldest. Roten's the middle child. (laughs) We found a way to miss it
0: both. Uh... Anthony Davis is the youngest. What? Then, all right, no, no. From from oldest to youngest,
1: Brogdon's the oldest.
0: Brogdon is the oldest.
1: Then Davis. Then no.
0: Ray. Then Tony Roten. Then Anthony how, Davis. How old is Boogie Cousins?
2: So I won. Well, are Can they, you I, just like give me my props? Did
0: you get least? it, Chuck?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I said.
0: I'll have to check. Or
2: whatever. <laughs> I couldn't apologize for that next week. But for how, this how, episode, how isn't
0: Boogie, like, isn't Boogie 27? 27? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he is 27.
0: But it's crazy that Anthony Davis is still younger. Yeah, he's 27. Uh, it's crazy Bo- I Anthony mean, Davis is still 24.
1: That's a compelling argument for why there should be more hope in New Orleans. I'm contract like, Boogie.
0: I'm vaguely hopeful. I'm also thinking, best case scenario, they trade Boogie for uh, like a couple of worthwhile role players. That would be uh, best for them. I contract cookies
2: coming. Yeah.
0: So if, uh, that,
2: if that's a thing and, and Anthony Davis is healthy and he plays the way he's been playing the past few years, it's like, how can you know, you got two guys that are going to average close to 30 a game and probably 12 rebounds each. Like, you know, while being good defensively with uh, Tony Allen and eventually Rondo, like, so that's, I'm- a yeah. team that can score. You don't need shooting at the guard positions when you have Boogie and, and Anthony Davis, both of them can, can I stretch think you the need shooting themselves. at the guard positions period now. Yeah.
0: I was about to say like, Chuck Chuck <laughs> is rolling the dice on the thing. The Pelicans are also rolling the dice on,
2: right? Like maybe think, we don't need shooting. If we have these two, well, we have two big guys, guys that can shoot, you know, well, Pelicans and that's are kind thing. of set up
1: like a poor man's Grizzlies now but yeah. with, you know, much better big men at play. Yep. Right. Um, so I think we're all triple butter there. Only I, I would asterisk it in that I'm saying. What what is, we can't compare it to last year's um, win total really because we don't know much. What we don't know yeah. anything about this team. So
0: I, I thought mean, you guys, I thought you guys were both parquet early. Are, are we switching over to butter?
2: I mean, I, I was early. Strange. I was I was I, I kind of liked the team, but yeah, the injuries kind of put me on fair enough on tilt. So but, so yeah, so, we're, so we're all all,
0: all, all little, little butter, vaguely optimistic. No, to I me this think, is
2: the this is the most bizarre team in the entire NBA to think about. It's going to be fun to. I think they'll be fun to watch or a disaster, one or the other. Right I'm on. going to go with instead of
1: butter or parquet, I'm going to go with ghee, very foul animal fat. <laughs> uh, now we make our way to Oklahoma City, probably mm-hmm. the most another slam dunk butter, but I think a team worth talking about because I know some people are making the arguments that uh, chemistry can be an issue here. So I, Keith, why don't you start off?
0: I love everything they did. I don't need to say anything else. Love everything that I did. Butter, big time.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Same. I mean, nothing. To... Yeah, like there's. I don't think you could argue. <laughs> so no one's gonna go roster. full
1: Bayless and say they're gonna suddenly suck because they added great players.
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's there's perfect. gonna be. I think what's 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 fantastic about that particular situation is you don't have any uh, question who the leader is on that on that ball club as far as like the alpha role that we all you know kind of think is important on a team like that. You got to have guys that know their place. And the, the Paul George experiment of being the alpha in Indiana is over and, you know, mellows coming down off his prime. He knows where he's at. I uh, mean, I disagree.
1: Gonna... I, I think like maybe early in the season, we'll see one happy family, but I, I've seen Paul George and mellow pout way too many times to discount the possibility.
2: I don't think you, I don't think you can pout on a Russell Westbrook team.
0: Oh, I think like, it's highly possible,
2: just, but I think he's just too much of a, he's too much of a competitor and he's going to, he, he knows what's at stake. You know, he resigned that contract and he knows that if this year doesn't happen, he's going to light the fire into these guys. And I think it's going to rejuvenate mellow and it's going to give Paul George a little bit of because he hasn't had anybody to push him on uh. any team he's been on since born ready. We you know. need to
1: keep an eye on, like, Mellow and Paul George's Twitter accounts and make sure they don't have any, like, references to can't win with them cats or any sock puppet accounts. Did yeah. <laughs> you, you guys see Russell Westbrook's T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Adopt a cat?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> If we bad. had done
1: the steak and eggs, that would have been my best of the week. post show. All right,
0: incredible. well, let's get
1: away from the Thunder, then, if we have little or nothing to say. Um, let's go with this a team that Keith has long loved, the Phoenix Suns.
0: I feel like you say that in in jest. They actually were my favorite team for like a good stretch of my life, like most of the nineties. Oh. I I, I, it I like, like, the like this a Thunder Brandon
1: Dan Marley guy. I feel like your 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 Brandon Knight obsession keeps you there
0: forever. Well, that could that could be true. This is the team I also don't want to talk about long because what's the point? Like they're the exact same terrible team from last year. I guess they'll Poop. be a little they'll be a little bit better based on internal improvements and the addition Poop. of Josh Jackson. But like Marquis Chris is bad. Dragan Bender is bad. Hopefully Devin Booker gets better. I guess like the slightest bit butter, but I, I whatever, they're the same and bad and I'm not interested in them.
2: Do you guys uh, know that Jared Dudley and Tyson Chandler are on those teams not going to play at all? They're just <laughs> going to just like sit. That's weird. Cause those guys, you know, I, I think T- Chandler's done, but I've always thought Jared Dudley had a, like a place on a good team. You know, it's like a solid role player guy, but he never found that like he 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 fit that role in my head to me as like the guy who does the little things on a good. He had it for
1: a while. He had it for a while, but he kind of like and then they tried to make him a power forward and he kind of went by the wayside. But that's that's just age. I think I I, I I, I honestly
0: think it's his it's his career choice of where he is. Yeah, (laughs) he was on a good team right now. You'd be like, that's a great seventh, eighth man. But he's chosen to be a a mentor in, in Phoenix.
1: I really thought like Jared Dudley was going to end up being like the next Paul Shirley or JJ Redick type guy who had like his own non-basketball niche. But yeah, he, like he said, he's kind of just content to be a mentor and and just be another guy who is a good dude on the bench who ne- not, doesn't necessarily affect the game all that much.
2: You yeah. yeah, coming go to Portland?
1: from Portland downtown I- with the Paul Shirley reference. Hey now.
0: I, man, I I think, I think, uh, Jared Dudley's been on some podcasts and he's really good at it. I I think he definitely has that, that role in his future. Although I still think he can get on a good team. So, what do you guys, are you guys thinking this team is uh, butter parquet? We're
1: skipping skipping Phoenix, to me, it's parquet all the way.
0: They're just, I mean, they're
1: just, they they don't want, they don't want to know who they are. It's, they just remain a mystery. They drafted another guy, they drafted Josh Jackson and paid TJ Warren. They want to trade their best player desperately. They've made every bad point guard decision. This team is just spiraling down the drain.
0: But you don't think they're going to be butter just because it's the same team and with another year under their belt for the young guys? I really don't. Okay.
1: I feel like the the Kings and the Lakers will win more games. We've talked about the Pelicans winning more games. Some team has to lose more games. That's fair. So I just don't see it. I mean, they, they won 24 games last year. I can see them being the 19 or 20 win team this year. Like there's a, to me, you know,
2: though, there's an alternate ahead. universe that Josh Jackson's like a thing, and they win more games. And yeah. well, then why did they, him they pay just...
0: Warren so much money then? Well, mm. he's like a, a six man money or something. I don't know. This is way too much Suns talk. God, this team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I tried to leave the Suns. Why are leave, we doing leave them?
0: Let's go to Portland. Right.
1: Let's go to Portland. Let's go to a fun team. Butter or parquet? I'm going first this time. Butter, butter, butter. A whole year of Nurk. Butter
0: butter yeah so that's that's the question are they their butter are they butter from where they ended the year how about that
1: um okay that's interesting uh because then now you're basically talking about like crab. how badly does crab leaving hurt them right that's kind of the only thing here Um, he played
0: a lot of minutes
1: he really really did so and they didn't end up making a mo harkless trade uh like Vonleh has to step up, which is kind of terrifying. Zach Collins has to step up, which is kind of terrifying. Um, Myers Leonard st- is still yeah. a thing there. Um, okay, from from where you're from where from the end of last year, what you're saying, I don't know if I can definitively say they're butter. Yeah, but I think as a whole they are. Uh, right. I'm looking really forward to Caleb Swangen. I'm looking really forward to a whole year of, of Yusuf Nurkic on this team. So to me, it's going to be exciting and a butter year for him. But the way you just put it there may, gives me pause.
0: Yeah, for me, they're like the they're like the last couple of teams we've done. They're they're almost weirdly exactly the same. Right. I'm my immediate snap judgment reaction of Zach Collins finally seeing him play preseason. I liked mm-hmm. him. I was like, hey, that yep. guy looks like he moves right. He looks like a basketball player. Like, that seems like a good guy to have around. Swanigan has seemed fun. Do they make up for Alan Crabb? Like, is, is Evan Turner playing more two and more point guard? And is that going to work? But I, this is another one I'm going to cop out. This is exactly the same as they were last year. I, at the end of the year, once they got nervous. what do you
2: think? Well, this is Dame's, like, you know, fifth year in the league. I think he's going to solidify his spot as, like, top five point guard with this kind of season. He, he's trying to make a, I think a statement every year. Cause they're not, you know, they're not in the contention to really beat you know, golden state. Obviously they're, they're really not a top you know five playoff team, but with that kind of player, he's incredible to watch. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is uh, a season full of Adolphs.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. To,
2: Aminu dribbles off leg or foot. That is an unofficial uh, Portland Trailblazer stat. Who who coined that one, Keith? That was Matt Sullivan. Matt Sullivan
0: inspired it. He came up with the A, just the A-Dolph, the A D O F, and then I right. think I threw in the L to make it an A D O F. Because I mean, <laughs> to make it
1: fully Nazi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Go Easy Ed Davis. forget about him. Easy Ed Davis not going to play much, but he's there's. It's a good team. It's a team I want to root for. They can catch.
0: I think they can catch fire in a bottle again. And if they got hot, like they have the right pieces and they could fit together maybe perfectly, like maybe chemistry will be a big issue here or something.
1: I desperately want to say that crab leaving means nothing and might even be addition by subtraction, but I have seen nothing out of the players that are replacing his minutes. Yeah, That's the problem. Uh, And that leaves us to another problematic squad squad i'm not exactly excited to talk about keith are you ready to talk about who are we talking about the Sacto kings
0: oh Sacto, Sacto kings Grr. now this is you guys are overthinking it post boogie trade this team had no players last year so from that point on to this year yeah they're but Keith,
1: there are players <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they have, they have there Vince, are players. Keith. They brought in Vince Carter and Zebo and then George Hill, and you got <laughs> Darren Fox, young guy. Like this seems team, this seems fine. Like they're going to be so bad as long as Jaeger embraces the build. And shout out Jaeger losing like fifty pounds. Man is skinny now. Uh, but... Dude. So uh, yeah, this team. This team's butter. They're on the ascension. No one's coming into the season thinking playoffs. This team will be bad, but they're building towards the future. They got some fun guys to watch. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Darren Fox, you know, the uh, Jackson, Justin Jackson. So yeah, this, this team will be me, on the upward slope butter for me.
1: To me, it's one of the hardest teams to pick in this little game we play because I don't know if Jager will play these young guys.
0: Well, then they'll definitely be better.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, if, <laughs> I mean,
1: I think there's a, I think there's a real potential that this team wins m- like plenty more games than they did last year. Yeah. Yep. Cause he'll just play the old guys and they'll, you know, Look okay on you know by, by the standings, but really kind of be stunting growth and stuff. I mean, and that's Jaeger's mo. They've George got some Hill. cool
2: players. George Hill can keep a team looking decent. He's really you good. Know, he's, he's a really George good Hill's point guard. We're going
1: to talk about him a lot more when we get to Utah, but
2: yeah, George Hill's good.
1: Um, I'm yeah, I'm going to go butter this year. I mean, yeah. long term, I don't I don't know if, what the hell they're doing with this roster, but for this one year, butter.
0: Oh yeah, long term, we're not sure there's an all star on that team, but yeah. they, right. are, they, May- they are. They are.
1: Maybe a Scott
2: <laughs> buddy, buddy Healed. No, don't you, dare t- <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare! disparage him, the key centerpiece, and that that was the Buddy Heald trade. It wasn't the Boogie Cousins trade. That's right.
1: And that's what. That's who Vivek really wanted all along. <laughs> uh, Chuck, butter a parquet on it. Let's leave him a line.
2: By the measurement of the end of last year's roster, they added a young talent. Darren Fox looks good. Like, uh, you got another year of, you know, Willie Colley-Stein balling. Uh, maybe, defensive maybe, slugger. Maybe they age well. Maybe there's a, a little bit of growth there. Um, but, yeah, adding Zach Randolph and, and Vince Carter isn't, you know, it's not going to save your team, but it gives you a good little locker room. That That's I right, folks.
1: That's triple butter. That's three votes for the Vivek Vladi brain trust. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the Spurs. Keith, butter or Parquet.
0: It's tough. I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot you can pick out that they did wrong or that wasn't that exciting this this offseason. So uh San Antonio Spurs, I still think you win fifty something games, but you're parquet in my book. You got worse.
1: I mean it's the team that won sixty one games last year. And uh Kawhi's has some sort of injury. Tony Parker's out for a while. Uh, what is he out till November, I believe? Blessing uh, in
0: disguise.
1: Yeah, I guess. But Aldridge was painful for me to watch the second half of the year, especially in the playoffs. Danny Green seems to have lost a step to me. Paul Gasol is starting for them. Uh, I don't see how you could not think this is parquet just on a, a just a decline basis because they didn't really add anything that – Makes you go, wow. You know, a Rudy Gay coming off an Achilles injury, is that what we're supposed to get excited about? Yeah. I don't so, know about I mean,
2: that. I, I'm parquet. If I had to make a bet on a player taking a leap, it's probably going to be Kawhi this year. The guy that, like, good makes lord, go, what
1: is that leap going to be?
2: See, I mean, he's into,
1: going to he transcend
2: Earth. I think he's going to be scoring close to 30 points a game. He's going to get a couple more re- rebounds and maybe you know he hasn't averaged more than four assists a game in his career he's going to i think figure that out this season and he cuz he's a robot who just keeps getting better every season and it doesn't make sense but he's going to like triple his he's going to triple his his nba 2k points and like assists and rebounds this year and he's going to dominate i just have this weird feeling that he's on this upward progression that's a and butter for Chuck. So
0: you're are you just I going butter, be, just believing in Kawhi? Because Kawhi
2: Ka- 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 is yeah. the dude. I think he's got, you know, I think he's going to be the the guy this year that everybody goes, okay, maybe he's the next one.
1: All right, that's a vote for butter. I'm going parquet. Keith, what's your official vote here?
0: Oh, definitely parquet. All
2: right. That
1: brings us to our last team. This this might be your new favorite team, actually, Keith. I think you're really going to be into the post-Gordon Hayward uh Post, I think you're into the jazz again. Am I wrong? I'm predicting a key butter here.
0: I am very interested in the jazz. I, yeah, but you can't I go butter. am <laughs> bullish on the jazz more than most people. However, no, they're worse. They're, they're, yeah. they're worse.
1: I was hoping you'd get really weird on this one so I could shout you down, but it didn't happen. <laughs> There's no way this team wins well, 51 games Well, losing George
0: again. Hill and Gordon Hayward, no, they did right. not replace
2: that. Dante yeah. Exum's hurt.
1: Yeah, I, I love... Ricky Rubio, but the George Hill loss is like serious. And then also as good as this team is defensively and Rubio coming to town, they'll pro- they'll be better defensively. They lost their two best scorers. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and the, back on the George Hill thing, they were 33 and 16 games where he played 18 and 15 when he didn't play.
0: Yeah. And they rough. were like
1: eight and a half points per 100 with Hill on the floor. So that is tough to overcome. I do think – I'm like you, Keith. I'm bullish on him. When we get to the Over-Under podcast, I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. But, yeah, it's kind of a slam-dunk parquet for me too.
2: Yep. Y'all tripping because Joe Ablo and Glace yeah ball this year. They're paying <laughs> him $11 million. He's good. He's just not as good as uh, Gordon Hayward. He's
0: pretty good. Right. Yeah,
2: exactly. He's pretty good. And, it, you know, we're going to see we're gonna see some uh, – I, I think it's going to be kind of like a money ball situation where they're not going to replace Hayward and Hill – With one player, they're going to kind of take a take, you know, a a group approach and get more Rodney Hood in. Okay, I think we're
1: all in agreement. And here's here's a quick preview of our over under podcast. That over under of thirty eight and a half, slam dunk over. Oh, I love it, it. slam dunk over.
0: Uh, Losing Dante Exum seems like it might hurt a little because all the talk was that he was looking dynamic and like a really good backup point guard. That hurts. But Chuck, I think you nailed it, man. This is money. This is Moneyball team. This yep. is the team that I think is going to try to replace the stuff they lost with a bunch of just random dudes who are just like okay. The Thabo of the world and the Jonas Derebkos of the world coming off the bench. And that's why we have I haven't mentioned do, have do mention like Donovan
1: him. Mitchell. Um, maybe you know, Donovan they, Mitchell is good. Yeah, they've got like Rodney Hood and Joe Glaze can can handle the ball. There's lots, uh, you know, and Derek Favors, maybe he can bounce back. Yeah,
0: Derek Favors yeah. was terrible last year. So, I mean, yeah, picking so up we're Jonas Durebko, all parquet, the, but.
1: I wish the Grizzlies had gotten Jonas Terebko instead of Chandler Parsons.
0: No question. <laughs> that's so sad. So we're that's all so parquet, but we all kind of <laughs> like the jazz. That's kinda fun. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well that man, that's it. We did we did the yeah. whole Western conference again. Uh par fadeaway, we got anything that we need to get to or we're looking forward to before our money making incredible over unders come out.
1: I'm uh, mostly uh, just looking forward to having a podcast that's less impaired this next week. Oh, man. This two-part spread over
0: the whole day. Uh, yeah, not the best.
1: Hey, and uh, I hope your uh, wife doesn't kill you. I hope my girlfriend doesn't kill me. And Chuck, I hope you survived the weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, just to let you guys know, ate a bunch of mushrooms at the beginning of this second <laughs> half. And they're starting to kick in. So I'm going to get out of here. All right. Adios. Well,
0: I'm looking forward to uh, finally Joel Embiid spending uh, 150 million dollars that he just signed uh, for his, his max extension after playing yeah, 33 games news. in his career.
1: Hey guys, I was wearing I was wearing the Embiid shirt all day today. It was
0: destiny. That is pretty hey, special, guys. when yes. This
2: podcast airs one week till NBA season begins. That is Dude. so
0: true. It's so decided. exciting. Hey, if you okay. guys want to join our uh, fantasy basketball leagues, you got one day. you got to do that by Tuesday afternoon when this comes out. And you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You can follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. Break. Like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, no apologize for being g and break, break, man. You understand?